Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Price picks is the easiest, the most exciting way to get in on the action. Whether you watch your favorite sports and players, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Download the app today. Use code MIB for a first deposit match of up to $100. You're listening to the Men in Blazers Media Network, Suboptimal Radio. And here we go. Hey guys, welcome back here on AMP with Fabrizio and of course with all of you to discuss about the transfer market with many things happening guys around Europe of course tonight. Many important news with Marcus Teram one step away from joining Inter with Edson Alvarez really close to reach an agreement with Borussia Dortmund and then he will become a Borussia Dortmund player next week because then the two clubs Borussia Dortmund and Ajax have to negotiate but this deal is progressing very well on the player side so the discussion is very positive and of course many things happening in England I know between Arsenal and City fans there is uh, big tension in these hours to wait for the decision on the Declan Rice deal uh, and of course things happening around many other clubs including Chelsea today was here we go day for Chelsea and Nico Jackson for Newcastle and Sandro Tonali so the deal uh, for Tonali is done same for Nico Jackson just waiting for uh, the club uh, statement but for both of them it's just a matter of time so work in progress on many deals work in progress on uh, many things and we will be together to discuss about it in the next 40 minutes uh, joe is already live here with us so remember guys that you can send him your questions here on amp and i will be here to answer all your messages and so joy you are live you have to unmute yourself and you're ready hey fab i uh, hope you're getting some rest man you are going non-stop with all these transfers uh i was just wondering if uh, any news about players for liverpool i'm sorry if you answered that already and uh, bobby firmino has any destination nailed down yet thanks again and thanks thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you first of all thank you for the for the question really appreciate it Look, uh, at the moment for um, for Roberto Firmino, it's still no time for the season. I think he wants to take some day to assess his options. He received some possibilities, some approaches from different countries, including Saudi, uh, including Qatar. So many clubs from this kind of leagues are approaching Roberto Firmino. But he wants to wait also to understand what's going to happen with the strikers' domino in Europe. Uh, I think the situation around strikers in European market in general it's still in very early stages. We still don't know what's going to happen. For example, at Bayern, we still don't know what's going to happen with the Bappé situation. But in any case, uh, Paris Saint-Germain have to sign a new center striker. And Victor Osimhen is the name I'm always mentioning. And I keep mentioning Victor Osimhen is one of the names in the list at, uh, at Paris Saint-Germain. Then there are the English clubs. May United will sign a striker. And I keep saying that Rasmus Hoylund is a very concrete name in their list. Uh, we have to wait and see what's going to happen also with other clubs. Today, Chelsea signed Nico Jackson, but... 
uh, we have to see if they will decide to go for one more striker or not, or if we'll continue with this team. I think it's going to be crucial to understand how will be the pre-season with a new coach like Mauricio Pochettino to decide altogether. So the round of strikers is still at early stages. And this is why I think Roberto Firmino, as other players, for example, Polarin Balogun, who is back at Arsenal alone uh, after having a fantastic season on loan to, to Reims, uh, Balogun is waiting, Firmino is waiting. There are some strikers who are waiting to see what happens with the big names on the market. Uh, and then, to decide who was the best step for their for their career. Tonight, one striker is gone, and it's Marcus Turan, who is joining Inter uh, on a free on a free transfer. The deal is almost done, and uh, this is an important one because clubs from England, clubs from Germany like Leipzig, clubs from France, including Paris Saint-Germain, wanted him, and of course Milan in Italy. But he's joining Inter, so many things are are moving. But we're still at early stages, and in that moment, we will understand what happens with uh, with Bobby Firmino for other Liverpool movements. Let me say that tonight uh, I saw some reports again about Gabri Vega. Gabri Vega is a player that Liverpool appreciate and know very well. They had some contacts on player side and with uh, his uh, super agent Pini Zahavi, one of the most important around. But the reality at the moment is that there is still no bid. So I think, from what I'm told, that Liverpool will give priority to a physical midfielder after signing a creative midfielder uh, in Alexis McAllister. So the idea is to go for a physical midfielder now. Manu Kohler remains on the list. Frank Turan remains on the list. These two names for sure. Liverpool will explore also other options. For example, they appreciate Barella, but they know very well that uh, the player is very happy at Inter and it's going to be very difficult to, to sign Nicolo Barella. There is no release clause into his contract, so it's a very complicated situation. But again, I think for Liverpool now, the time is for the physical midfielder. So this is going to be the next step. And then about Liverpool, let me mention the centre-backs. Because I think that Liverpool also want to do something in terms of centre-backs in this transfer window. It's not a priority now. Uh, I think the priority is on the midfield, of course. But in the second part of this market, or maybe earlier, we will see. I think they will attack, attack also the centre-backs market. Maybe a left-footed centre-back. Uh, Evan Dika was offered to Liverpool, but they decided against this opportunity and he's joining Roma. Uh, so there were some possibilities, but Liverpool, I think, will explore the market of centre-backs too. So this is going to be one to watch for sure. All right, thanks, Fab. And one last question. Did you think this summer was going to be as crazy as it's turning out to be? Or was it, is this all a surprise to you as well? Thanks again. No, look, um, I was expecting this kind of summer, honestly. Uh, probably I wasn't expecting this kind of um, development in terms of clubs going against each other on the same players. This is not so usual, no? Sometimes we see big clubs, of course, moving on big players. This is the beauty of the transfer market. But now we can see this big fight between Arsenal and Manchester City for uh, for the Club Rice. And I think this is just the beginning of many things happening in this kind of, of situations because with the strikers, I think now many important clubs will start to attack uh, important strikers. And this strikers domino is going to be a crucial part of this summer transfer window. So honestly, I was expecting a very busy summer with many deals, but I think this is going to be wild. It's already wild and it's going to be wild, especially in the second part of the transfer window because imagine if, for example, Kylian Mbappé will be out of Paris Saint-Germain and so if Real Madrid will uh, will attack the situation maybe in August, this could be something crazy and could generate a really incredible effect on the market. Paris Saint-Germain has just started. It's true that they signed Ugarte, Asensio and other players, but it's also true that Paris Saint-Germain have to do many other things. In any case, Mbappé or not Mbappé, Paris Saint-Germain will go for a center striker and Victor Rosiman remains the priority in this moment. I saw many reports about Harry Kane, but at the moment for Harry Kane is complicated. But you can see that there are many, many important players still available on the market and many important clubs who are still 
at the beginning of their market. Look, for example, at United and the, and some others. I'm sure that Barcelona will do other things. They're trying to sign this talented boy, uh, Vitor Roque, as new striker. So it's going to be very busy. And honestly, this is a very exciting transfer window because many expected things are happening. So we like it. Thank you, Joy. So uh, it was a pleasure to, to have you on as always. Guys, remember that you can send also your questions uh, here in the chat. And if you want to jump into the conversation, it's a pleasure. Joe, I'm calling you. Then we move into the others. Hey, Joe, how are you? I'm good, Fab. How are you doing? All good, all good, all good. Thank you. I just wanted to ask about Caicedo. Uh, has Chelsea officially bid? If not, when? And who else are they looking to bring in since Havertz is on the move? Yeah, so uh, today they brought a new striker eh? because it's Nico Jackson who is joining from Villarreal. This is an important striker. I know that maybe Chelsea fans uh, expected something different, but Nico, Jack Nico Jackson is an important striker and three other clubs wanted to sign him. So this is the beginning of the transfer window in terms of the new signings for, for Chelsea. Let me say that the original plan was to bid this week for Moises Caicedo, but then what happened? That this week, honestly, Chelsea are doing something incredible in terms of outgoings. I know that the fans always want new signings, new signings, new signings, but to sell players is something that, first of all, is not easy. And second, it's really important in terms of financial fair play and many other things, especially for Chelsea after they spent big money on the market in the last year. So they did an incredible job this week because Koulibaly is going, Mendy is going, Ziyech is going, Kovacic had his medical today with Manchester City, Kai Havertz is going to have his medical this weekend with Arsenal, Mason Mount and Manchester United are very close because the agreement is very close, still waiting for Chelsea to review the final bid from May United. This bid for 55 million pounds, but the feeling of all parties involved is that Chelsea understands that Mason Mount will not extend the contract. May United uh, are already pushing with a very important proposal. So the idea of all parties is to is to go in the direction to, to make the deal happen by the end of next week. So Chelsea has been very busy with all the outgoings. And now there is also Cesar Aspilicueta who agreed terms with Inter. So imagine that in one week they are on the verge of selling maybe seven, six, seven, maybe eight players. This is something that I've never seen in my life, honestly, in real, in real life. Probably you can see on FIFA. But in real life, to sell seven, six, eight players in one week is something not easy and really important, especially for Chelsea, as I mentioned. So this is the point. And this is why, for them, uh, was not an easy, an easy week in terms of negotiations for new signings. So they decided to complete the Jackson deal because it was the most urgent, because when there is a release clause, you have to be careful. Uh, Chelsea informed Villarreal on Monday, OK, we're going to pay the release clause for Jackson. He's going to, uh, to be our player. But then they decided to negotiate around the release clause. They will pay around 37 uh, million euros, so 2 million euros more than the release clause, but with better payment terms. This kind of negotiations, outgoings, incomings, take time. And so before going there at Brighton and negotiating for Caicedo, and we know how tough it is to negotiate with Brighton, Chelsea are now focused on completing all these outgoings, and then they will bid for Caicedo. If it's not going to be this week, it's going to be next week. But the idea is very clear. They will bid for Caicedo. Nothing has changed. I know that for the fans, there is always this pressure, like, okay, let's bid, let's do it, let's sign. But for Chelsea, they feel they are in control. They have the yes, the green light from the player. They have an agreement on personal terms, which is really close. It's about the final points, but it's almost done. And so they know that the most difficult part is to go there and negotiate with Brighton. But they will do that. They want Caicedo, and they are working for Caicedo behind the scenes. So now relax, enjoy the outgoings, and then it will be time for, uh, for Caicedo and other things for Chelsea. 
All right, Fab. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, my friend. Always a pleasure for me to have you on, guys, all of you. And now let's go with Alex. Great to answer your questions, guys. Very busy night, eh? because many things are happening. And this is going to be a crucial weekend for many negotiations, for many deals. So, Alex, here we are. Uh, hi, Fab. Thank you. Um, I know this no, is no, no, no. a strange question and not a player that's really on the radar. But do you have an update on uh, Hazard? Because I know there's talk about him retiring after the contract was terminated with Madrid. I know there's also been talk about maybe him returning to Belgium or to Lille. But I wanted to know if you had uh, any update. Yeah, I like your question, honestly. Uh, let me say that I feel very sad for, uh, for Eden Hazard to see a fantastic player uh, in this moment uh, as a free agent terminating his contract with Real Madrid. Is something very sad. Uh, of course, I received in those days many questions from Chelsea fans asking about Hazard maybe returning. This was never an option because, of course, uh, Chelsea have different plans. And also, Hazard knows that in this moment, after complicated years in Madrid, it's not time to go there at that level. So, let's see what Hazard decides to do. Honestly, this moment is difficult to speak about transfers because there are no concrete negotiations. I think it's more about the private life of the player. So, if Eden Hazard wants to continue playing football, or maybe he decides to retire and do something different. So, it's Hazard's decision. It's true that it's a possibility for him to retire. Uh, I saw some reports and it's true. This is a possibility, but it's not guaranteed yet. And I think a fantastic player like Eden Hazard deserves to take his time to decide. And so I think in a few weeks it will be more clear. But at the moment, it's not something concrete or advanced. So I'm sorry, but I don't have anything uh, concrete on this one. Uh, thank you anyways, Fab. Always a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you, Alex. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a nice day. Then, 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 tell us, I'm calling you. I'm ready to answer your question too. I see in the chat there are many questions, guys. So we will be, we'll be together also on that one. Uh, just give me some time to answer all the questions I'm getting here in the conversation, in the chat. Terms, how are you? You have to unmute Hi, yourself. I'm a Crystal Palace. I'm a Crystal Palace fan. I saw your update about a uh, contract proposal to Wilfred Zaha from Lazio today. I was just wondering if you had any update on how he's uh, evaluating all the proposals that he currently has, um, the offers that he currently has, or if there are any other yeah. Crystal Palace developments. Yeah, honestly, uh, I mentioned Lazio today, but when I mentioned Lazio, I can guarantee that Lazio had an agreement, uh, sorry, not an agreement, uh, a meeting and a contact with uh, people close to Wilfred Zaha. So there is a conversation, but first of all, it's not a done deal. Second, I posted that it's a complicated deal for Lazio because of the salary of Wilfred Zaha. So it was a contact, they appreciate the player, but they haven't made a bid to Zaha. So it's not even a direct negotiation, it's just an interest at the moment. Let's see where they go from there. I think it's not going to be an easy one for Lazio. Uh, Zaha has some possibility in Saudi, but at the moment he's not that keen on that kind of move. Zaha has some possibility in Europe in terms of other clubs, especially in France. So he wants to take his time. For sure, Crystal Palace did the best proposal in their history to, to a player because the contract proposal is really huge. It's really important. And they still hope that he can say, OK, I'm staying here. At the moment, he's still assessing his options. So, you know, when a player is free agent, he can change his mind in five minutes. We know very well the transfer market is full of this kind of story. So let's wait and see. But for sure, for Zaha, nothing is decided. I'm not saying that Zaha is going to Lazio. And I think it's going to be very difficult for Lazio to sign Zaha. So the race remains absolutely open. Thank you. Fingers crossed he stays at Crystal Palace, but we'll see. <laughs> I wish you that. Thank you. Thank you.
So it was a pleasure to have you on, Elm. Why we have also Francesco here ready to join us. Viad, uh, I'm calling you and we will be ready to answer your questions. Price Picks is the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states across the country, including so many of my favorites California, Texas, and Georgia. Godspeed, Georgia. I'm hungry for a dozen lemon pepper wet. But back to Price Picks. We've been hearing from so many WHFOPs who are loving Double P, Pablo Picasso, Price Picks, which allows them to win up to 25 times their money for the soccer season, is a reason I do appreciate Price Picks because it's simple. During the Premier League match days, I've got roughly 239 tabs on my computer open as we attempt to work out our social media, the pod rundown, the upcoming interview, you get the drift. But because Price Picks is easy to play, I'm not having to constantly click to see how my gents are doing or how many certain actions are worthy to select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and you place your entry. That is how easy it can be. You also mix and match players from several leagues across the globe. Luca De La Torre, I'm looking at you, as well as other sports like basketball oh, and hockey. Oh, the capitals. Download the app today. Use code MIB for a first deposit match of up to $100. It's promo code MIB. Prize picks. Pick more or pick less. It's that easy. Okay, you can join us. Ciao, Fra, how are you? We can hear you at the moment. Riyad, I'm calling you, so we can answer also your questions. Fabri, can you hear oh, me? Oh, yes. Ciao, Fra, how are you? Ciao, oh, ciao, ciao, all good, all good. Crazy days. Okay, we Next. have many, many people joining the chat. Eh? Today we did our record here on AMP. Thank you guys for all joining us and for listening to the show more than uh, 2000 people together here on the app wow. so thank you really guys yes really record numbers because the market is entering into crucial moments eh? so yes. remember guys that here on amp you have the possibility every single week to interact with me with francesco to ask your questions and to be part of the conversation we have three more callers and so i will call all of you guys starting with uh, xeno calling you right now then we will go for max and ray we have 20 more minutes together guys so Ready to answer your questions and many questions also into the chat. So, Xeno, we're ready. Whenever you want, you have to unmute yourself and we will be here. Hello, Fab. How are you? Hello. All good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we love you. We appreciate every, all the work you do, really. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Fab, just a quick question on Lukaku, because yeah. we've been hearing a lot that Chelsea are not going to loan him out on, you know, unfavorable terms to... Uh, uh, to enter, uh, what do you think could happen on that? Because I, I feel like Chelsea are being very, you know, tough when it comes to Lukaku. Yeah, first of all, thank you for the question. Yesterday, I published an interview with his uh, lawyer, Sebastian Ledur, and he said in very clear way, first of all, that rumours coming from Italy about Milan bid are not true. So there is not a negotiation with Milan. He also said that the ball is in Inter's court, and it confirms one more time that Inter wants Lukaku, of course, and Lukaku wants Inter, but now it's time to show with facts that really want Lukaku, not just with intention, but also with concrete money. And also he added that Chelsea position is very clear. They're waiting for bids. We heard for months, June, sorry, March, April, May, that Pochettino wanted to try for Lukaku. The reality is that Chelsea are prepared to sell Romero Lukaku as soon as possible. And they wanted Romero Lukaku to join Saudi because Lukaku was part of this big deal with Saudi clubs, including Mendy, Koulibaly, 
uh, and uh, and all the other players, including Akinzie and also Kante, who joined on a free. So they wanted Lukaku to be part of this package deal with Saudi, but Lukaku is not going to Saudi. So what's the point? Inter want him, but the feeling of Inter is that in this moment they can't do it in terms of permanent deal, uh, in terms of money. They today are signing uh, Marcus Turan, but he's a free agent. Uh, so it's not, it's not the same kind of situation. So what's the point? I'm sure that Lukaku will wait for Inter because Lukaku wants to go to Inter. So in the next weeks, he will wait and wait. But there will be a point, I think, in July where Inter have to show, OK, we can give Chelsea what they want or maybe we can negotiate on a good terms for both clubs. But for sure in July, this has to be decided. Otherwise, it's going to be complicated. And maybe other clubs can join the race. But for Chelsea, it's very clear. They're waiting for a bid. And in that moment, Lukaku will be gone. Okay, Fab. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Really kind. Thank you. Then, Fra, we call the final caller. And it was then we'll a, jump into yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was saying that while you call uh, the other one, that it was a week full of news, full of here we goes for Chelsea, you know, because many players went from Chelsea to Saudi clubs. It would next days will yeah. be confirmed. But let's go with the question and we will talk later about that. Max is with us. Eh? Ciao, Max. How are you? Yes. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, great. Thank you. Um, so I was wondering, I, I haven't really heard much about the actual price tag that Tapsoba might go for. I know when Spurs were linked with Incapier some months ago under Conte, there it was kind of rumors of around like, you know, 70, 80 mil. And I was wondering if, if Tapsoba with three years left on his deal will be kind of a simul- similar figure. I don't think it's about 70, but I think it would be something around 45, 50, something like that, maybe with some adults, something like okay. that. No, it's not easy, yeah? I keep yeah. saying that Tapsoba is a priority target because they love Tapsoba. Um, Tottenham scouts have been in Athens many times this year to, to follow Tapsoba, so he's a player they really love and they feel he's perfect for Premier League football. He's a leader, so there are many factors in this deal that made Tottenham think that He's a, he's a fantastic option. But I can tell you that there are two more names in the list. Tomorrow, I think, I will say one more name because I'm still checking with my sources. But I think tomorrow I will call one more name for Tottenham. So I still need to do some checks. But there is interest in two more players. So it's not only Tapsoba. Tapsoba is one of them. Tosina Darabioio from Fulham is a player that they discussed. But at this moment, from what I understand, is not a priority. So Tottenham are not in concrete negotiation for Tosin. He's a player they... Uh, they like in terms of being informed in the conditions of the deal, but they are not advancing on anything for Cortosin. And then we will see for these other options. So Tapsoba priority, but it's not only Tapsoba. Cool. And then uh, one last thing, I was wondering uh, also for the the other Spurs priority, James Madison. I've hear, I've heard from a lot of different uh, pieces from a lot of different sources about Newcastle and, and James Madison kind of, or Newcastle and Spurs kind of taking turns being ahead in the race. And I'm just not sure like, what that actually entails. Like I know Newcastle had been working on the deal last summer, so maybe it's an advantage in terms of, you know, they've made more progress, but is it like a player side thing? Is it like a club side thing? And then also to tag onto that, uh, I know it's a completely different profile, but do you think the the Tenali signing will will maybe change the, the strategy for Newcastle when it comes to James Madison? No, honestly, I don't think Tonali is going to change the plan for Madison. First of all, let me clarify one thing on Tonali because I saw some reports tonight coming from Newcastle reporters saying 
that is not done yet. They still need some details. Uh, I take this opportunity to mention that Tonali deal is done, is signed, is completed. They will not announce today, not even tomorrow, not even on Sunday, and I think not even next week. Uh, it's going to be probably at the beginning of July. The announcement, but Tonali is Newcastle player. So don't worry about that. Uh, for Madison, this is not something that is going to change the plan, the Tonali story. Uh, they still want Madison. They still believe that Madison is kind of creating midfielder they need in this squad. But from what I understand, Tottenham are really pushing. Uh, in the last two, three days, in contact with these agents, the relationship between Tottenham and the agency, CAA base, represents yeah. James Madison, is excellent. Now the manager, Ange Postecoglou, was brought to Tottenham by the same agency. So it's a great re relationship. And also, the player is open. The player knows that in Newcastle there is Champions League football, there is a very good project, but Tottenham is Tottenham, of course. So the player is really open. Uh, I think that it's going to be crucial to see who's going to attack the situation in terms of bid and structure mm -hmm. of the bid, because this is important for Leicester, to have money as soon as possible. So payment terms will be important, to have money as soon as possible to reinvest on the market. So this is going to be a crucial point. But Tottenham are really pushing. Tottenham want Madison, and I think they also have to give something to the new manager. You know, when you have a new manager who is not um, uh, like superstar, Ange Postokoglu is a fantastic coach, but he's not a superstar, you always try to help him by signing players who really appreciate. And James Madison is one of them. So I'm sure they will try to support him in this way. Awesome. Appreciate your answers and uh, your work as always. It's been fantastic this window. So yeah, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Enjoy your day. Thank you, Max. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It was a pleasure. Try. We have one more and this Ray. And then we... Okay. Then we go over the questions. Yes, 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 yes. Then I want to ask you, what's the biggest yeah, surprise yeah. for you of the of the week? Because there are many. I think Turam. Turam? More Turan, than Turan. Yes. If you told me one week ago Turam to Inter, probably I would yes, think true. no way. Because Milan were in advance at all, also PSG. Now he's joining Inter. Uh, but the Inter, to be yeah? fair, right. they wanted they wanted to run since it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. They wanted to run since a long time. Hey, Reina, sorry, here we are. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, how are you doing today? Oh, perfect, thank you. A bit busy, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, I think they probably asked you a lot of questions about Chelsea already. Um, I just want to ask you, because I know we might sign Caicedo, it's not done, but just in case we do, is, is there a chance we go for another midfielder? Because... We're losing. We're probably going to lose missing Mount. We've lost Kovacic. Uh, you know that like it's getting pretty slim in that position, and we can't just have Enzo Fernandez. You know, play every game. So let me explain that. Um, I, I thank you for your question. Let me explain one thing. 
Caicedo is the priority now, of course, as you mentioned, and Chelsea, again, they feel they are in control for Caicedo. So first step has to be Caicedo. Then uh, for the second midfielder, uh, I get you an example. They wanted Ugarte and Caicedo, not only Ugarte or Caicedo. And this is a message. It's like, okay, there is a chance for Chelsea to go the second midfielder. But first of all, Mauricio Pochettino, when there was the Ugarte story, was the first one to tell the board, let's sign Ugarte because he loved Ugarte. But when the moment was like, okay, we have to make a new bid because PSG are getting closer, Mauricio Pochettino was the first one to say, we don't have to do anything crazy. We have to do something smart. So I'm sure that Chelsea will consider opportunities for one more midfielder in case they find something smart. From my understanding, if they sign a second midfielder, this could be something that could be a player who can be versatile player who can help also in different positions maybe he can play as a midfielder maybe as a winger in some cases so they're exploring some potential players who can help in different positions why because first of all if you sign another top midfielder there is also the risk to have too many players there because you're right many are leaving like Kovacic and many others but it's also true that for example for Conor Gallagher what happens Gallagher to leave Gallagher to stay, they said he was going to be included in the Brighton deal with Caicedo. No, he's not into discussions with Brighton. So could be an option for West Ham, could be an option for other clubs. But at the moment, it's not something concrete. So Gallagher will be an important point. And then I think in pre-season, it's going to be very important to see what kind of impact Andre Santos will have on Mauricio Pochettino. Because from what I'm hearing, Pochettino has been following Andre Santos uh, closely in his recent performances, of course, in Brazil uh, and with the national team. And he feels he's a very good player. Then he wants to work with him. Of course, same will happen with Casadei. For Casadei, there are many loan proposals, but really many from Championship, something also from the Premier League. Uh, so he wants to work with his players and then to decide. Remember that Chelsea next year, they don't have European football. It means that until January, they basically play just one competition. Of course, there is the Carabao Cup. Then you have the FA Cup, but it's not that busy. So they also want to be smart in terms of number of players. Uh, overbooking at Chelsea was a big problem of this season. I think it was probably the main problem they had this season. Too many players, too many different ideas into the same dressing room, too many problems. They want to avoid that. Pochettino has incredible experience to handle that, and he knows there is important to sign the right player. If they find the right player at the right conditions, who is prepared to help in different positions, this is a possibility. Otherwise, I think Chelsea will be happy to continue with their players and with their talents because Andre Santos is an important player, Casadei is an important player, but I still think he will go alone. So let's wait and see. All right. Thank you, Fab. Speak to you next Thank week. Thank you. Or Thank you. you yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Super busy, yeah, Fra. We have one more. We can yes. see our okay. we, Yeah, we we, we, we yeah, will we do that. But I'm sure yeah, the yeah, many yeah. questions are also the what points that we are touching. So we will go to answer exactly. maybe the questions we are not answering right now, but uh, exactly. we will do it later. Exactly. Uh, Mufi, we are ready. Yeah, if you can hear us, I don't know what's going on. That sometimes here there is some confusion, but I see you joined, but I can't see you. So okay, let's go with the chat then, Mufi. If you can hear yes. us, okay. Here we are. Okay, I'm going to ask to let's go to um, to answer some of these questions. Okay, uh, I I saw Spurs sign a keeper. I forgot the name, but uh, what's going on with with Raya? Let me say that Vicario is a really good keeper, right? Maybe people don't know him because they don't watch much Italian Italian football. But Vicario, Fabri, yeah. I don't know if you want to want to say something. But 
He's one of the best Italian goalkeepers that we have. He's not playing in the national team because, of course, there is Donnarumma and there are others, but he's one of the, the best talents. Fantastic goalkeeper. Fantastic goalkeeper, goalkeeper, in my opinion. Then, of he course, saved uh, Empoli in so many games this season, for example, and also in the, yeah, in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the past. So, absolutely that. Okay. Uh, let me say that Vicario me... will be in England on Sunday, yeah? To do the first part yes. of the medical, and on Monday he will complete the medical and sign the contract until June 2028. So, Guglielmo Vicario to, to Tottenham is done. And so, to answer his question with David Raya at the moment, uh, of course, is acting in total standby because they're signing Vicario. I don't know if you really touched the point, but Mason Mount uh, today was an important day, no? Because they were submitted the, the third bid for, 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 for Mason Mount from United to, to Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we really wait for Chelsea point. to review that proposal. So we have to see yeah. how Chelsea will react to that proposal if they want to accept, to reject. This is going to be a crucial moment. And uh, and then in that moment, we will we will understand what happens. But honestly, as I said before, for Mason Mount, the feeling of all parties involved, I mean, player side, Man United side, mm-hmm. and also Chelsea side, is that with Mason Mount not signing the new deal at Chelsea, it would make no sense to keep him and to reject that money. So I think this deal will be completed by the end of next week. This is the feeling, at least. Then let's wait for the bid to be accepted because we are here not to predict the future, but to tell people what's going on. And what's going on is yes. that we wait for Chelsea to approve that bid. I see uh, a question about, about not... Chelsea also from mm. Dick Sad. I wanted to answer that one because he's asking about Gabri Vega uh, or Kudus mm-hmm. at the moment. For Kudus, uh, I still don't have anything confirmed. But for Gabri Vega, he's one of the players, uh, as I say last week, Chelsea called last week his agents uh, and people also from Celta Vigo to understand how is the situation of the release clause of Gabri Vega. There is a release clause. It's 40 million euros, not 30. You maybe remember that two weeks ago we had a rumor from Spain, done deal, Gabri Vega to Newcastle. That was not true, not true at all. And also they say the clause is 30 million. No, the clause is 40 million euros and Chelsea are informed about the payment terms, all this kind of stuff. But it's not something that they decide to do, to bid. So they are still considering internally the possibility to sign Gabri Vega because I mentioned before, players who can play in different positions. Gabri Vega is one of them. He can play as a midfielder, he can play as a winger, he can be a creative player. So this is why Gabri Vega is one to watch. But again, on Gabri Vega, there are many clubs. This is a special player. So let's wait and see. I was I was also touching the point of Declan Rice because that's probably the most exciting uh, news to cover you know, in the next days because it's an open race, uh, especially yeah. between Arsenal and Manchester City at the moment, you not know, the, the biggest uh, clubs involved at the moment, with, with City also pushing a lot in the last hours. Yeah, but um, guys, we have to be, I think, very careful with the story of Declan Rice uh, because mm. what's the point? Arsenal had two bids rejected but they immediately reacted to the second bid rejected. You remember that day, I think it was Wednesday, probably, I remember, yes. by saying, we will bid again. It was, of course, off records, but the intention internally at the club was, we will bid again. So I still expect Arsenal to try again, to bid again for the Rice. I mentioned one thing on my video on YouTube yesterday night. Mikel Arteta, if Declan Rice would be an Arsenal player, we still don't know because City are in the mix and City are working on this Declan Rice deal. So both clubs are in. At the moment, nothing is decided and both clubs are in. We have to wait and see. But if Declan Rice will be an Arsenal player one day, trust me, Arsenal fans, Mikel Arteta will have a crucial role in this story because Arteta is trying his best to have Declan Rice at Arsenal. He's really Mm -hmm. pushing internally and not only. So 
Mikel Arteta is trying in every single way to have Declan Rice as Arsenal player. Let's see, because Man City are very serious. Man City have big money. So Man City are into it. But it's not over. The race is open. We have to wait and see. Let me say that this is the perfect right. situation for West Ham, man, because they always wanted this. Yes. They always wanted to be in this situation. Last Friday, uh, I published, I still remember, a tweet saying Man City are still expected to enter the race because they called West Ham to be informed on the situation. West Ham always, always wanted this kind of situation, to have City and Arsenal. And so now, you know, it's also kind of strategy game for Arsenal. They don't want to overpay, but they want Declan Rice. So let's see what happens. Let me say one thing in terms of opinion. I think that would be a big pity for Arsenal fans to lose a player like Declan Rice because they are working on this since January. And it was already the same kind of situation for Mudrik, no? When you have a top target, yeah. you have to do... I mean, the especially, because, yeah. No, especially going to, to Man City, you know, they just signed also Kovacic, exactly. so they, are, uh, they just won the, the treble, they won the Premier League, and signing Declan Rice is a statement, I think, for both sides. Whoever will sign... Uh, Declan Rice will make a statement for, for the, all the competitors in the league for next season. Exactly. Musti, um, I'm calling you. Eh? He's trying again. So, Musti, let's try to find to make the final call. Then I go yeah. back to my transfer calls. Otherwise, you will not see any tweets in the next few minutes. <laughs> and it's a problem. Mostly, we in are the next trying, five yeah? minutes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me see if there are some questions here that we didn't touch. I see many questions from Mbappé, guys, eh? also from Damian and many others about Paris Saint-Germain and Mbappé. Guys, um, we are still at the same point of two weeks ago. For PSG, it's clear. Mbappé has to renew the contract, otherwise they're prepared to sell him now, this summer, to any club. For, for PSG, it's very clear. Extend the contract or go. This is the position of Paris Saint-Germain. But this is not you. I say that yesterday night and I saw on Twitter all people saying, I'm breaking news, but it's, oh, it's not real, guys. It's still the same. PSG want Mbappé to stay with new contract. Otherwise, he has to go because they don't want Mbappé to leave as free agent. So this is mm-hmm. the position of PSG. Extend or leave. So let's wait and see, guys. Uh, I'm sure that also on this one, nothing will happen. Nothing is happening like now. It's not something for today, tomorrow, Sunday. I think this will take some time. And this is probably the biggest strategy game of the market. Uh, we mentioned strategy game for Declan Rice and many others. I think this Mbappe story is not a strategy game. It's a strategy saga because it's more than Harry Potter probably. It's like three or four <laughs> years that we are following this saga of Mbappe. And everything is strategy from all the people involved, from PSG, from the players, yes. from the market, from, Mbappe, from yes. Yes. Real Madrid. Exactly. exactly. Um... I don't know if you want to make the final call, otherwise we go with, with some, with yeah, some questions here. Yeah, it's not working. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we will go with the final questions. We have two minutes more, guys, then we will be together also in the next days, huh? as always. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we mentioned Tottenham already. We mentioned Rice. We mentioned um, Jeremy Frimpong updates. I don't know if you, if you answered this one before. Not yet, but That's I think idea. the player could be available for something like 35 million pounds. So let's see, and let's wait who is going to mm-hmm. attack that situation. At the moment, for full bets market, is still quiet. I see Damian saying, Dan, we got trolled yesterday about Mbappé. No, no, but guys, I, I'm not denying what they're saying in Paris or in Madrid, or I don't know. I'm just saying that my information is at the moment, nothing is decided. But it's very mm-hmm. long, guys. Remember that we are still in June. Eh? There are two months of market left. This is going yeah, to this be... This week, very, let me say that this uh, week looks like 
uh, Wednesday morning looked like the deadline day because you, you had, I think, yeah. six here we go in two hours. That's something that I don't exactly. remember usually. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> in June happening. Uh, okay, if I, I see think... a question also about uh, for Arsenal. I want to close with this one as Arsenal mm-hmm. has been very busy yes. this week about Jarry and Timber. Arsenal want to beat the game, and the agreement with the player is very close. So personal terms are not a problem. Let's say like this, and they will be the game for Timber. So the negotiation with Ajax will continue. And for Romeo Ladia, uh, I released the video. It was one week ago almost. It was Saturday, I think, last week. Party out, Ladia in. This is the plan at Arsenal. Mm. And now, after one week, <laughs> the Thomas Party news is everywhere because it's the reality. There is a concrete chance for Thomas Party to leave. Juventus want him in case Radio doesn't extend the contract. And also Saudi clubs are approaching Thomas Party. His priority is Europe. And Romeo Ladia remains a concrete target for Arsenal. At the moment, they are not bidding yet because they want to resolve the Reclan Rice situation. But right after, they will go on Romeo Ladia as one of the potential targets, one of the players they appreciate. Let's see if they will bid. But they are advancing in terms of uh, formal talks also on a player side. So this is the situation. We will follow all of these guys in the next days. And uh, thank you. It's going to be very busy. And the first signing for Arsenal is Kaya. That's it, because this was maybe underrated. Yeah, we, this, this we almost forgot about him. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> because exactly. it was expected. Yeah, okay, exactly. Fabri, thank you. And thank you, guys. I think... Talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Yeah. Ciao, 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 ciao. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Men in Blazers ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.